Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BPX After Dark Auction Edition. Broadcast live by Radish Digital, that's digital with a J. We cover the moments just before extended bidding through the final hammer swing. Be sure to check out RadishDigital.com to find out where we will be broadcasting live next. And now, without further delay, let's get to this episode of BPX After Dark Auction Edition. This is Discord user Slappy White with Radish Digital, that's digital with a J, coming you coming to you live in Charlottesville, Virginia, the home studios for Radish Digital, and we've got people all around, space around the country, covering this closing auction for uh, the Wonders of the First. And I see Tex Hooper and GT already in here. Uh, Tex, how are you doing? Where are you right now? I'm in snowy, cold Syracuse, New York right now, and I am doing wonderful. How are you? Uh, better than you. It's great. <laughs> and of course, the we have California boy here, and it's always sunny in California, maybe not in the Bay Area. How's it today, GQ? Uh, a little overcast. It was cold. My dog is outside, classically barking at some rogue cat that's around. Uh, the weather is good. I, we are simulcasting on video, and we've got snowy the snowy mountains from for Tex and uh, and Slappy. And here I am on the beach with my RV. That that's my that's my background. So feeling good. I'm feeling relaxed. Feeling ready to go and ready to celebrate this very exciting last leg of uh, of this Wonders of the First character productions. Yeah, and you want to know something is uh, we have a special guest who joined us and we're so grateful because, of course, Tishers on the West Coast like GT always putting in such a long day, just like GT's dog. And And we so appreciate Tisher actually popped by. And I I, I asked Tisher, I said, hey, you know something? If you can happen to stop by, it'd be great. And the reason why is because for Tisher and the team... Obviously, people show a lot of love for the project Wonders of the First, but when you look at this type of bidding going on for the Wonder spots to guarantee your Wonder in the first set, this is beyond anybody's expectations. GT, I'll go to you first. Did you ever think we would see the kind of numbers we had at the start of today? No, absolutely not. The incredible amount of just bids that we're seeing just goes to show how excited the community is for this opportunity. There are nine character proofs that can be placed into the very first inaugural set of Wonders of the First Existence. How cool is that? Another opportunity for the community to get involved, another opportunity for the community to be a part of this really historic moment. And you can see that reflected in the amount of bids that have been going down, which I'm sure will be even more increased as extended bidding continues. We've got seven, we've got one, one auction with 17 bids, one auction with 29, one auction with 81 bids, Slappy and Tex. 42 bids, 52 bids, 27 bids, 33 bids, 36 bids. That just goes to show that there's been so much action even right before the extended bidding, which I'm sure is going to get a little bit spicy as things go on. And we are here for you to cover that as we are going down in this BPX After Dark Auction Edition. All right, and BG, uh, or GT, text before I get to you. <laughs> Kisher, you're hearing GT talk about all the bids that have come out. So it's not just one or two people. Is there is massive support for the Wonders Collection, and it's very wide. This is a very big community. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I Let me just get your impressions. I mean, Kisher, when you're looking at the auction, I know you're an artist, and don't give me that jams business where you don't want to look at numbers and things like that. Are you shocked by just how big those numbers go out, how quickly, and how many bids are coming in? 
Yeah. Um, first of all, hey, welcome everyone. So excited <laughs> to be here. I uh, I always miss these because they're on the East Coast time, and I'm over here in always sunny California. As mm. it's, uh, but you know, I, I'm 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 blown away. I'm glad uh, GT mentioned the um, the bid counts, and I was going to mention that myself. Like seventy bids, and you know, I don't know if they're how many are from the same people or if there's a back and forth, but um, wow. It's um, it's pretty incredible to see. Yeah, uh, and, and and it's hard, right? Because this is your baby, and you know how much. And actually, I want to get your reaction, Kisher, when Jen had Frenchie on BPX after uh, BPX uh, break room this past Wednesday. I kept thinking in my head, you know, Jeff was mentioning how many months it took to develop Wonders, and all I kept thinking about were all the people in the community who said, you know, the ETH merge was last September. Come on, what are they dragging their feet for? You know, just do it. You've wasted the opportunity. You know, if we could go back, Kisher, to look at the people who are just saying, like, what are they doing? Like, who's going to care about this on the year anniversary or later? So again, right, it's one of those things you and Jeff and the team know what Wonders is. But it's kind of like the elephant, right, where we only touch the tail or we touch this. So you know how amazing it is. So it's possible you don't find it amazing how much we value it because you've always felt that way, right? And we're just catching up to you. It, there is a little bit of I've I've been in the weeds with wonders for over a year now. Uh, every day, every weekend, to a large portion of last year, and um, so you know it's a little bit of like it's hard to see the forest for the trees at times, and it's a it's a great reminder seeing these types of things just like how um how well you have all received what we've built and um it's an incredible moment of gratitude to step back and realize like wow people really really vibe with this and um you know to your point this is the you all only have the tip of the spear um there is like so much incredible stuff coming um it's sometimes really hard i even have to hold jeff but it's funny you know he posted something in the great hall uh a, a week or a week and a half ago a little video some of you may have caught it most of you maybe did not but uh even i had to say jeff you know um pull the reins back a little bit you delete it wait we got to get it we got to get it right for these guys and um so you know there's even a little bit of now i get to say jeff don't give him too much alpha just yet and um we're just we're just super excited uh tex you obviously have been the host of bpx after dark auction edition for folks who don't know tex was covering the weekly auctions that would end and the one thing that we found tex is that in the beginning people would bid leading up to the close and we should mention the auctions go into extended bidding at nine o'clock and they're all going to go into extended bidding. That means they're going to go to at least 9.15. Every time somebody bids, then it's going to reset the clock for 15 minutes. But Tex, this is a little bit different. We found towards the end of Blockpack's auctions that version one, Pete, nobody bid during regular time, right? Everybody waited for extended bidding. So Tex, why do you think this one is different? Why do you think people are out there just excited at bidding in a different pattern? I, I think that's just it. I think people are so excited and they want to make sure they get that first one that, you know, one of their character proofs in that first uh, set, you know, the inaugural set, the very first set, there's only ever going to be one. And to have your character proof guaranteed to be in there is pretty remarkable. And it's, uh, it's an amazing opportunity. And the, the bidding shows that, I mean, it's, 
it's been you know crazy. I did, I thought the ending bids were going to be <laughs> you know around where these bids are now, not the you know twenty minutes before extra time bids. You know that are going to be uh, setting uh, you know records. I mean these bids are going to break records. Not that we've ever you know auctioned off anything quite like this before, but still to have this amount of BPX going on. Uh, you know, these individual items is pretty remarkable. It shows uh, people are incredibly excited about this. As it currently stands, we've got 691,228 BPX <laughs> being sold back to the Block Packs community as a result of these auctions. It's a big, it's going to be a tight race in the last couple of uh, couple of minutes as we're going down into the quarter pole in this, this final stretch. Of course, with Boundless being number one, 152,851 BPX is the current highest bid. We have, uh, we have... Petraya is is up there at eighty eight thousand nine eighty eight. There's some really really high bids that are coming in, and I think there are a lot of people who want to claim them. Uh, Kisher, I I want to I would want to ask you. I know it's going to be like picking tacos or burritos, but is there one particular um, is there one particular orbital, or is there even one particular card that if you were bidding on any of these, you would want to put in to the main collection? Can you it, spill that? Wait, and G GT to add on to that. If you're going to tell us why Boundless is in the stratosphere and tell us if that's it. Yes, I want to piggyback off GT's question. Answer his first. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you all the same question. I wanted to ask <laughs> to see if this is where you thought the orbitals would land in terms of um, Boundless being the top and then kind of the order. To answer your question, I don't... There's so many cards. Uh, I can't pick just one. Um, I've mentioned in the past uh, some of my favorite arts. Um, but whether or not those will get into the set, um, who's to say? Um, yeah. I will say uh, that I have a, a pretty close affinity with Heliosynth. That was kind of my baby. That was the most fun and one of the most challenging ones to explore and build out um, and kind of um, hone in its ability set for the CCG. So I'm super stoked for the Heliosynth uh, realm and to see what comes out of that. And, and uh, I love that. deal, right at 60,000, guys? Yeah, 60,000 at this point appears to be an, a bargain. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. I, I got to say, I mean, to, to your to your question, Kisher, I, I mean, I think part, it, it does not surprise me that Boundless, you know, is number one. I think for me personally, obviously, the rarity of it, there's only 481 character proofs as opposed to, you know, upper 700s for the others. So certainly the rarity factor for me personally, just in terms of the art, I am absolutely blown away by Boundless and 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 how in the kind of style and the kind of voice that shows up in in this collection in this orbital to me is just so cool. Um, the the color schemes, the kind of characters that are there. I'm just scrolling through the Boundless collection and I'm just seeing new different kinds of cards that I would absolutely love to own myself as like absolute you know, grail cards for me. I see Ascension Tower and I see, you know, I see Black Hole Axe and I see Boundless Formless Stone. There are just some really, really cool ones out there. I definitely have my my, my love for Heliosynth, but, but it's definitely one of those things for me where Boundless is absolutely clear. And for those of you who are listening to BPX After Dark Auction Edition, 
throw in the comments which uh, which if, if you had the the BPX capital to spend on, uh, which orbital would you be bidding on, and or which orbital which card would you want to be putting in? Um, interesting as well about the cost of the of the wild cards as well. I mean they're they're approaching sixty thousand. Um, that is an opportunity for to, for you to put in a character proof from any orbital that you own. So there is that wild That's, card factor. In I will say. GT, you know, I'm surprised the wild card ones aren't more because, you know, technically the wild card could be a boundless as well. So if you're mm -hmm. buying those wild card ones, you know, you're you, and you want to be have a boundless character, um, you are essentially getting, you know, uh, a 60 percent discount here for those wild cards. So, um yeah, I, I, think I mean, there's, it's one. One is one currently is at forty thousand one hundred BPX as a wild card. That is the lowest price that we've got as so far, and it's looking like that might be the highest value at this point in time. So, if you happen to be playing around with your auction credit and or your BPX, I think you might have to take a look at that forty thousand one hundred BPX first orbital redemption token wild card. Take a look. Well, what, what I'd like to know, too, uh, which would be interesting, and if any of these people are in the audience and would like to come up, unlike the auctions in the past, we're not able to see uh, the wallets or who's bidding on these. So we don't know who in the community are the high bidders on these. Uh, like I said, if they'd like to come forward, that would be awesome to be able to talk to you and uh, know what your thinking is behind uh, your bids and what uh, proof you're looking to get into the set. And with I will the uh, say, wild cards, oh. oh, I was just going to say the wild cards uh, finish up on Sunday night, I believe. So we have a few more days on those wild cards. So I definitely think those bids will jump way up between now and then. I will say uh, to GT's point, um, you know, Boundless having a very specific look and feel, you know, that was really Ramel, um, who was on our design, design team, and I'm sure you all know him through Discord. He's in the audience, um, so I'm sure he enjoyed hearing those flowers. I don't know if he is interested in coming up, but maybe if you sweeten the deal a little more, he might uh, and can talk more about his, um, you know, some thoughts and, and reasoning and concepts behind boundless and maybe some of the other stuff there. So um, just going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> one thing I really wanted to ask you all, and I was really excited to see them, um, you know, the icons for the orbitals, how you all feel they landed for you. Um, those are what are on the back of the tokens or in the front of the tokens that are in the auction. And, um, you know, we worked for months iterating and I have, uh, reams of paper of concept <laughs> sketches um and you know it really just landed um the other the other night and uh we saw these and when i when i kind of came up with the concept of making sure that that circle is the consistent theme across all the icons it really hit uh at least on our end and so um you know i want to know what you guys think about the orbital icons and could you see yourself in the future getting maybe a tattoo of one of them <laughs> <laughs> i i can go out and say i will not be getting a tattoo but i will definitely be buying some merch if uh those logos are on uh, hats or t-shirts or something i'll uh, i'll let slappy add to his tattoo collection I, i'm thinking that on the newlywed game tonight on bpx after dark which follows immediately <laughs> afterwards we're gonna ask gt's wife if she would consider supporting this as one of his tattoos 
GT? Yeah, one of one of my my numerous tattoos <laughs> that I don't have. hundred <laughs> percent. Pay pay me a million BPX and maybe I'll consider it. No, I mean, but but to your to your point, Kisher, I I think it's really interesting too that what you provided, and I, you know, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not much of a CCG guy. I, you know, and and quite frankly, as somebody who is a novice who really stopped playing Pokemon and Magic in my late teens when there were only a few cards that were available and a lot of characters that you could play, it was a little bit more straightforward. Nowadays, the kind of gameplay, especially for Magic the Gathering, is, is much more complex compared to, you know, 2000, 2001 version. So when I heard Frenchie talk in one of the spaces, he said, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to mince words. The Wonders of the First is going to be a game that will be geared towards, you know, maybe intermediate to advanced CCG players. And that gave me a little bit of a pause. I'm like, is it going to be too complex for me? And so what I'm noticing, though, is trying to find these little connections between all of the different orbitals and the lore and the stories, because there are 10,000 character proofs, right? There are these, it's, a, it's an incredibly rich world, which to me can give me a little bit of pause thinking to myself, okay, well, I've almost got choice angst figuring out like all of the, all of the things. What is a great anchor point, even for like a novice to start with, are these kinds of icons that you created. You can see that some of them definitely, you know, with, with for example, um, Umberthene, it's very, very clear what, you know, surrounds that circle, right? We have a moon. And then we've got this beautiful, beautiful abstract flame that is coming from Solfera. And then this beautiful minimalist tree that's coming from Petraea. And then this sort of, you know, aqueous, you know, moving sort of wave in Thalwin. And I love the, I love how the circle in Heliosynth is in the middle of these, you know, the spiky looking ground, right? And that provides an anchor point and meaning in a way in which I think new people can come in being like, okay, well, which tribe do you really, you know, which, which group are you really going to be um, drawn to? And I, I love the fact that you've not only included the icons, but also the various colors in part of this. I think it works out well. I'm still team boundless though. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, I'm, you know, and that was the design challenge for us, which was, how do we convey the concept of these complex orbitals in a very simple to understand way, but in a way that hasn't been done before? We looked at Magic the Gathering, we looked at Pokemon, and you see their energy cards and their mana system, and it's the skull for death and dark, you know, and they're black, and it's the, the fire for red, and those are just, you know, those are easy pickings. And so we wanted to get that idea across, but in our own way. So you're absolutely right in the what you saw in the concepts, Thalwind. The double, um, the double things there that represents the double currents of Thalwind, the sea currents and the air currents, because remember Thalwind is sea and air, and the heliosynth is uh, that's based on the gear and the rising sun of the desert. You nailed Umberthene with the darkness and the moon and the flame and everything. And so um, I will say the inspiration for all of this really came from, which you probably aren't surprised, but Boundless was the first one that I saw and it was actually Ramel's wife who was helping us get come up with some brainstorming ideas and that one really stood out with the the circle kind of next to the star and that really gave us the jumping off point for me to be inspired to do the rest of them in this really cool way so there you I, have. It, it, it just it just goes to show that it's you know it's all of these different kinds of of ideas from from places that you might not necessarily expect or different you know little little breadcrumbs that eventually create this 
this beautiful, beautiful rainbow that that you've that you've ended up creating um, when it comes to when it comes to the wonders of the first icons. Slappy, over to you. So, Tex, I'll come to you in a second. And if you could get us an update on where we are in terms of the bidding, just kind of run down each orbital. We don't discuss wildcard tonight because, of course, it's not closing. And for folks who have, aren't aware, we do have the radishdigital.com slash WOTF. What I like about that is cloud hard-coded the page. So you can see all the uh, auction items in one spot. You can actually scroll and see all the bids. So it's kind of nice. Instead of having six different tabs open, you can see it all there. We'll go to you in one second. But I did want to get to the comments uh, that we had in here. I know folks were getting a little uh, feisty in there. Let's see. We had, of course, Kisher saying who's going to be our first guaranteed token holders from Wonders of the First, which is that's what everybody's excited about. And uh, Rommel saying got to be boundless. We've got Bigler saying 100% Petraea. When you were talking about the orbs, Kisher, he was saying no brainer. And let's see, I think it was Loco was saying Heliosynth, hands down, that helpful droid guy in the bar. And he's also mocking, I believe, Bigler. His response to Bigler saying it's going to be Petraea is false. So there's a little bit of, if we see a fight going on there, it's between Loco and Bigler. So you asked for a Kisher. I think that's where people are coming down. I will say, though, uh, before we go to Tex, GT, the question I have for you is, I mean, I'm using deductive reasoning here, but when you look at Boundless sitting up there at 152,000, clearly, right, it took two people to get there because this isn't a case of Schmo and the astronaut just dropping the bomb and saying, go ahead, overbid me. I, I got to believe with the max bid functionality we have now, there were two people locking horns all the way up to 152,000, right? So it wasn't one, it was at least two doing this and maybe more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, clearly the competition is fierce. We don't know who it actually is or who the party or parties are are continuing to bid. But it's very clear based on the market value at this point in time that at least two people see something really special in providing an opportunity to put you know a boundless card in there. And I think what's also really interesting, and we talk a little bit about this just being the very, very ground floor that we're on, right? Frenchie and Kisher and the team are looking to build out an incredible ecosystem of card collectors and card players who are going to learn this game, who are going to internalize this game. And who knows, maybe 15 years down the road, we've got some televised wonders of the first card competition that's <laughs> yeah. going on there, right? I mean, so the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of people are understanding the historical moment of these cards and, and putting them into the deck. There's only one time in which you can place a Black Lotus into a Magic the Gathering Alpha mm. deck, right? Yeah. And there's only one time in which you, you, you can find a Charizard first edition Pokemon card, right? And those are in the Alpha decks. These are the very first existence sets and that is what we are looking at right now. I think a lot of people are understanding and, and recognizing that by placing one of those cards in there, in the however many cards will show up in the deck, that there is a chance that that is going to be embraced, not just by our community now, but by thousands or even millions in the future. And let me tell you something, just go into Boundless and take a look at Dream Feline Cosmistic and tell me that that's not the next Black Lotus. I'm telling you, <laughs> there are just a lot of different pieces of artwork that are very ethereal and very starry and beautiful in a way that is really interesting to kind of look at. They actually, one of my favorite bands is Empire of the Sun. They're this sort of like big art, um, this big, 
uh, you know, techno-based Australian band, and they're known for these very wild outer out out of this these world costumes and music videos. And so I'm really drawn to Boundless that way. But to my point, I mean, I think that especially because there are so few Boundless cards that are out there compared to the other orbitals, it's definitely going to fetch a, a, a price. And also the artwork is really amazing. But I'm, I'm with everybody. Do not sleep on Petraya. I got love for my forest folk out there as well. And, and they're just a lot of really wonderful wonders that I think people will end up factionalizing in, in a really cool way. All right. And we have a question from Bigler, but first we're going to go over to Tex. Tex. We have five minutes until, four minutes and change until extended bidding. Where are we? We are right now. Thalwind is sitting at 60,100 BPX. Heliosynth is at 77,777 BPX. Umberthene is at 80,777 BPX. Not to be outdone, Sulfera is at 88,888 BPX. I'm sensing a pattern here. <laughs> uh, Petraya is at 88,988 BPX. And Boundless is still sitting at 152,851 BPX. And I would just like to add, if Frenchie is willing to pay for... Uh, us to get tattoos in BPX, I will reconsider my no tattoo stance. So I just want to put that out there. All right. There's, there's, there's a bounty now, a tattoo bounty. Yes. Yeah, there's, if, if you want text to get a tattoo, there's now a bounty. I, so I will say that I, I can understand why the bidding has gone up. I was surprised how many people in the community I talked to over the last couple of days where people were saying, I don't think I'm going to get it, but I'm putting in a bid. And where during auction edition 1.0 with the slabs that we were auctioning off and, and bidding on, I think people got used to a pattern. And I think that Boundless, the way it shot up so quickly, I think a lot of people said, okay, this is clearly a whale who's doing this. We need to, we need to go in faster. Because this wasn't just somebody going ahead putting in a big bid. This was clearly a whale making a statement early. And I think it caused a chain reaction. I'm kind of surprised, though. Again, the other orbs didn't go up higher. But then again, what was GT? What was the total amount of BPX you said that's bid currently on these? We have, we have, with most likely by the time we reach six, we reach six o'clock Pacific, we will be over seven hundred thousand BPX bid. Okay, so that's looking at seven hundred thousand BPX. So we're looking at about fourteen thousand dollars that's being mm -hmm. sent tonight on not on, and you're talking for the does that include the wild cards which still have room to run that that includes the wild cards let me go ahead and just focus on today's if, if um, today's i can jump in bits. quick uh thalwind just took a bid within the last minute it is now up to 65,000 BPS. Wow, wow. And keep in mind, too, that I think what was really smart about what was kind of going on behind the scenes in terms of the auction credit that was that was given to us, not just in terms of the auction credit in way in the past, but then, of course, Frenchie and the team adjusted the amount of auction credit that everybody received. And I know that there are some folks out there who are using a hybrid version of auction credit plus BPX. So this might have given us the opportunity to see these bids kind of come in a little bit more by many more users, not just the big boys, who are able to be like, actually, I've got a little bit of BPX in my back pocket, and I've got all this auction credit, and I'm not necessarily looking for any of these cards, but it is important to recognize that like that auction credit kind of 
hybrid is something that maybe things are think maybe some people are thinking about as well. Uh, Heliosynth within the last few minutes has also taken another bid. That is up to seventy-seven thousand eight hundred and seventy. Oh, that's a big jump. That is a big jump. Yes, that was. Uh, yeah, well, within the last five minutes, it went from sixty thousand two hundred and one BPX to seventy-seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven, <laughs> and it's now at seventy-seven thousand eight hundred and seventy-seven. That is a large jump. All right, and, and we have. I hope I. Uh, I hope that wasn't all because of me. I'm just going to think that it might have been. But <laughs> yeah, well, we are. We are a minute out. From, okay. Uh, less than a, a minute a, to go. A minute out and five hundred sixty-one thousand three hundred eighty-one BPX being bid on so far this evening, nice. with a few more to go. So eleven thousand US dollars conversion right there. Uh, Kisher, before we go into extended bidding, we did have a question from the community where they wanted to know what the deadline is going to be. If you're a winner of this auction, what's the deadline to tell which one of their proof they want to use? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't know that we have discussed that, but um, I would imagine it'd probably be sometime within the next week, um, or per, you know, or perhaps week and a half. We are finalizing the set list, so um, knowing that sooner than later, I don't know that we have a, a deadline yet, but expect it to be a pretty sh uh, a shorter time frame than longer. So closer to a week than a month. Definitely not a month. De right? Definitely not a month. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, Fallwind has just taken another bid. It's up 100 BPX to 65,100 BPX. Okay. 65,100 with 6 o'clock just coming around the corner, folks. We are about to enter into extended bidding. Slappy or, or Tex, do you want to give us the um, give us the lowdown as to how extended bidding is going to work for this? Sure. Extended bidding, uh, right now we're in a 15-minute window. Uh, where the bids that are there now, if uh, another bid comes in within the next 15 minutes, it restarts that 15-minute clock. And that clock will continue to reset until a span of 15 minutes goes by without a bid on that particular item. And then once that happens, the auction is closed and that uh, winning bid is the winner. And can any new bidders come in if they have not bid on anything prior? Yes. Yep. You can continue to bid, uh, whether it's your first bid or your hundredth bid, until that uh, until there's no more bids and that 15 minutes comes up. So, yep. All if right. you haven't bid yet, it's not too late. We are in the final stretch, folks, and we are continuing to see the bids pile up. There are a couple of that have just come in with a couple hundred more. Um, I know that – it is. did, did Thalwin just take a jump or something like that? Thalwin uh, took a jump? Yes. Let me – I'm refreshing here and uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, Thalwin yep. is up again. It's up to 68,090 BPX. That was – and, and yeah, so, that was a nice little jump on that. So Tex and GT, it'd be great if we had uh, James or Eric S. here who could help us out. But my understanding with the max bidding, which is different than how we used to operate, at this point, the max bidding is, to a certain extent, the regular bidding is done. So the max bids are all in, right? Is that, oh, though, no, if it goes into extended bidding, right, it's going to, but wouldn't they just match off each other? So your max bid is only going to keep it's only going to keep getting triggered if there's a new bid because the computer would automatically take everybody else's automatic max bid and match it against each other, right? So you Correct. need annual bids now to trigger. Uh, uh, Slappy, Sulfara, Sulfara, 
just cracked the $100,000 BPX barrier at 101,100 BPX. There we have it a minute ago. Our next five figure or six figure BPX uh, token redemption token has been achieved. We had Boundless first coming in with a very hot bid of 152,851. That has stayed stagnant up until this point, oh. but there is still some real, real amazing action going on for the other tokens. 101,100 BPX for Solfera. And the next one to go there's uh, going to be Petrea. Petrea has, yes. has a bid two minutes ago, two minutes ago, one minute ago. So it's at 96,666. Tex, that's going to pass the 100,000 that G talked it about. It will, yes. And uh, Fallwind is up to 70,000 BPX. The bids of, are coming uh, in within the hot. The bids are coming in really, really hot as we are continuing to monitor what is going down here in the BPX After Dark Auction Edition, the guaranteed wonder spots, folks. We've got Thalwin uh, now at 70,000. and I got to interrupt. Climbing. Umberthene has also cracked the 100,000 barrier. It is now at 102,000. 630 BPX. I can't even I can't even keep track. <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. And it just goes to show Slappy, we were talking about it. This is not just one or two whales that's looking to provide this to, to get the opportunity to have their first character proof in the very Ooh. first existence set. We've I got many people coming in. So Farah just picked up another big bid. It is now sitting at 115,500 oh. BPX. 115, yeah. 550. We've got bids coming in hot, and they, and we're going to continue to provide you with this incredible breakneck coverage as uh, we're going through. Folks, 625,000 <laughs> BPX has been bid on. Patera, 111,100 BPX. Patraya on the in. board again for a six-figure BPX. I think we're going to hit six figures for all of these. Now, this is all of these these uh, characters. Uh, Fallwind, eighty thousand BPX. So let's this within is the last minute. Fisher, how he feels about when people murder the terminology in the ecosystem is that how much does that bother you, Kisher, when you hear people hack it like tech? Did you see me laugh at that? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Give me the correct pronunciation. Well, of the P but, word, why don't you tell us what the P word is again? What'd you call it? Come on. Pataria. It's okay. Pataria. <laughs> Pataria. Uh, Petraya. Petraya. <laughs> Petraya. Okay, Petraya. Uh, you know, it, I laugh because it's a little bit of an inside joke. We have someone on the design team who um, still to this day kind of messes up the, the languaging, and I was just reminded <laughs> that. You know, sometimes it's just they're difficult to say. But um, yeah, I laugh okay. at it. Uh, so Farah, 118,650 BPX it is up to now. Mm. And it looks like Thalwind also just broke 100,000 oh folks. With the exception of Heliosynth, unless I'm going to... Oh, of course. Yep. Not yep. with the exception of Heliosynth. Folks, <laughs> we have every single redemption token over 100,000 BPX, and we are not done yet. We've got 10 minutes left on the boundless. That has not moved since the start of extended bidding, but all of the other ones, Petraya, Solfera, Umbrathene, Heliosynth, Thalwind, they are moving quickly and swiftly up towards the stratosphere and into the wonders of the first existence 
CCG set. This is an opportunity for users in the Block Packs community and the Wonders community to have their very their very own character proof guaranteed a spot in the very first deck of playing cards. This is a big deal, folks. Thinking a little bit about the master deck that all of the people in the Wonders team are going to be creating, your card can be in it. And there have been there's been a slew and bevy of incredible action as we are tracking this. Tex, anything more that we yes. in the last 45 Petraya, uh Petraya is up to 125,100 BPX. I'm, I just refreshed it, and I, I'm, we're looking at 126,260. Petraya is coming in hot. 35 bids have come in for Petraya. 70 bids coming in for Boundless. 43 bids for Solfera. 87 bids for Umbrathene. 51 for Heliosynth. And 78 bids for Thalwind. There are a large group of people who are looking to make their mark and put their card into the very first historical Wonders of the First Existence collector card game set. And man, I'm I'm excited. I'm here for the ride. Um, People are spending $2,000 to guarantee their wonder gets into the set. When when you're looking at that, $2,000 just to say one to be in there. As somebody who knows this, this culture, TCG, I mean, you step back and say it might be unproven, but that is, I, if I had the team and, and I wasn't part of the team, I would be more than willing to spend 2000 Is that kind of your approach, Kish? I think the people who are spending this much on this auction understand the long-term value of what we're building. And this isn't just, hey, this card is going to be the first card in the first set, and then, you know, great, it'll be done. Um, and But this is, you know, if again, we always look at what if you had, you know, the ability to have your character proof in the first Pokemon base set or Magic Alpha or even Magic Beta. It's like those are long-term plays, and those are bets on us and our team that we are going to be around for the next 10 years, and there'll be, you know, 50 sets down the line and um their investment will have been worth it so it's um it's a it's a moment of gratitude to see that this isn't just a flipping game here this is really a long-term bet on on frenchie and block packs and wonders of the first and the team we've put together the uh the clock has reset on boundless a bid just came in a minute ago boundless Boundless. No. It's up to 156,100 BPX. <laughs> Team Boundless, let's go. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's out there expecting and hoping that one of their 487, uh, one out of the 487, uh, 481 cards, character proofs in Boundless will be put into the very first Wonders of the First Existence CCG set. It's enticing, but of course, it is not a one-horse race anymore. All six of the first orbitals that will be auctioned off tonight have eclipsed over 100,000 BPX in their bids. In fact, over 101,000 BPX for all of them. The action is still on fire over here on this BPX After Dark Auction Edition. And of course, if those of you who are just in it for the excitement just want to shout out any which which orbital team you're on, or if you own any Wonders of the First character proofs that you'd like to throw as a screenshot into the chat, please let us know and we can talk a little bit about a few in, of those. In, it's very, very exciting times. And GT, I, I want to say that Kisher mentioned, you know, he spoke the man and the man 
Man appeared. Kisher, I feel like you had that. I know you didn't have it written in front of you. That's not your style. But what you just said about the long-term thesis of what you're building and talking about Frenchie, and just like that, he appeared. You said stated it so eloquently. Jeff, welcome on stage. Hey guys, thanks a lot. I, I really just, I wanted to hop on so I thought it might help with a little bit of lift, but um, I probably need about 15 or 20 minutes. I'm eating with my daughter and fighting the dogs back right now. So let me, uh, I'll, I'll be around. I'll be around sure. for a bit though. Thanks, Jeff. Billy, settle. Yeah. Settle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so Kisher though, what you were talking about is that I think uh, GT phrased it perfectly when he was talking about this isn't FOMO. This is people believing in the long-term thesis and wanting to lock this up. We heard uh, Alpha Trilogy say the re he he said he overpaid for minor nine nine and he understood he did and he was willing to do it because it was going to be the only chance in his lifetime that he could own it and he believes later on during his possession it will be worth more than clearly more than what he paid for but as of right now he felt he overpaid and he was okay with it so with Kisher it's kind of like that way people might be paying more than some people might think imagine for this spot but to, for some people again they look at the long term viability of this project and the belief in Kisher, the belief in Rama, the belief in Jeff and the belief in the rest of the team and say $2,000 to have my Black Lotus done. Uh, if I can interrupt for a minute, Solfera has taken a pretty big jump. It is now up to 125,100 BPX. And and, G, and uh, Tex, can you tell us who, I think Umberthane is the one we're close closest closing on, right? Unless they got another bid. I think we're about uh, to Let me refresh here. The last bid on Umberthine came in nine minutes ago. So, yes, I believe Umberthine is the leader in the clubhouse as far as which might end first. Bidding ending in about five minutes for Umberthine at 6.17 p.m. PST. That might be – that's 9.17 for you all East Coast folks sitting at 102,630 BPX, but with a very, very respectable leader of the pack, 87 bids for Umberthine. <laughs> it's just going to show, like we've said before, this is not one or two people that are going to be interested in this. Thanks to the hybrid you know, auction credit plus BPX, or if those, of, if those of you folks who have been sitting on their BPX waiting for this historic opportunity to jump in and put your very first character proof into the first Wonders of the First Existence set, that's why we see so many bids. 87 bids coming in from Umberthine, and we've got five minutes left. If there are no bids left in five minutes, then that will be sold. 102,630 BPX. Leading the pack right now, of course, though, is my team, Boundless. Shout out to my Boundless folk. And then coming in second, I believe, is Petraya as well. A couple of really, really cool cards showing up in those. Uh, but really, all of the orbitals have their absolute uh, crown jewels. And we'll see what happens down the road. Which will the community choose that will be our Black Lotus? Which will uh, the community choose that will be our first edition Charizard? We just reset the clock on Fallwind about a minute ago. It is now up to 102,630 BPX. That's about a jump in 1,400 BPX. So we still have some pretty significant jumps happening uh, within these. Heliosynth just now took a 100 BPX jump to be at 111,211 BPX. 
the clock is reset for Heliosynth. 6.28 is when the extended bidding will end now if there have been no bids in between. Heliosynth bids. Oops, excuse me. Umberthene has just reset the clock. It is now at 106,200 BPX. About a jump in a, uh, Yeah, about a 400,000 or a 4,000 BPX jump. Hey, uh, Slappy, you know, with Boundless being uh, the lead of the pack, uh, you know, again, I see Ramel. Oh, he just jumped on stage. Great. Because I would love to hear what he thinks about the uh, orbital that he spent probably the most time on uh, leading the pack. Uh, before Ramel jumps in, can I just say that uh, Petraea is at 135,100 BPX as of a minute ago. Okay, and text just uh, pop in if we get if we get to three minutes on anyone, pop in. Otherwise, we'll turn it over to Ramel. Will do. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Ramel. Hey, Ramel. How are you? Good, good. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see Bombless is is beating out uh, Heliosim. <laughs> <laughs> do I do I sense a little workplace tension right here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Boundless is just a better orbital. It, it's fine. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Ramel. The, the gauntlet has been thrown. Kish mentioned your wife actually helped with some of the design. What is your wife's profession? Is she an artist or is she just a uh, creative influence on you? She is a, a traditional artist. She does a lot of artwork in um, like coffee and painting. Oh, cool. cool. Wait, she paints with coffee or she paints in coffee? I'm uh, she paints She paints with coffee. So she oh, um, okay. has a process. She turns it into uh, like a painting pigment. So she has a uh, canvas that is coffee. Excellent. That's Very awesome. Cool. And and when and when you were kind of walking through and talking to her about this kind of design process for these particular icons and you know, Kish was talking to you about it. Um, what was do you, do you remember the kind of conversation, or maybe some of the some of the ideas that were on the cutting room floor while you were talking about it with your wife or with Kish, or or just thinking about it yourself? Um, the, the three of us we were kind of bouncing ideas back and forth, and uh, there's actually some really cool cutting room floor stuff. Um, I think Kish is going to put up at some point in, in like a blog post or something. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's a lot of discussion about, you know, um, for for uh, Thawwind, trying to connect the the waves with the wind and um, trying to bring the, the the feeling of technology to the heliosynth. So um, ultimately, the the best one, or I guess the one that that kind of triggered everything, was her her boundless design, and it it kind of it it hit something, and and Kish was like, I think I know what, what we're doing. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that, you know, hearing you talk about this behind the scenes, Ramel, I'm reminded of where we are as like humanity at this point in time, because obviously a lot of the artwork that's done in Wonders of the First is done with the help of AI. Right. We, that's that's one one of the ethoses that you guys had. But at the same time, too, there are so many important human design elements that go into creating a really wonderful, diverse and beautiful collection. And part of that it starts with, of course, the cards themselves and the character proofs. But it even boils down to just a conversation sitting around a table with three people who are into graphic design and, and design. And that human element, I think, is really poetic and cool that this is not just some Web3 AI project. 
this is this is the work done by a lot of really in, intelligent and impactful people who are creating this next generation of CCG. And I think it, that certainly started at the top with all the character proofs, but then it just goes down even to the micro scale of designing the icons. And I think that's really beautiful. And um, it's, it's been a lot of, of human work, um, despite the, the use of AI, like even, um, we have a special process we went through to make each proof and that used quite a bit of, of human man hours um, beyond just typing in a, a generated prompt. Do you remember one in particular that struck that, that stuck out to you where you were really, really working on it for, you know, a long time and it was like 93, 94, 95% there, but you couldn't just quite hit Get you know get over the hump with your with your prompt engineering or anything like that. Was was there one that you that that felt really rewarding when you were finally able to look at it and be like, yeah, this is it. Um, actually, it, it, the um, the Blazing Phoenix Pub, that one, like we had a, a concept. It was a fiery like pub, and we went through probably twenty or thirty iterations. I sent it back and forth with, with Kish, and um, I finally got like the the right combination and then um he's looking he's like man it just it, it's missing something i'm like i'll just i'm like do a thing i took it into photoshop did, did a little bit of hand editing and uh it turned out to be one of the best ones i i absolutely love that one as well i'm looking at it and I think what what stands out to me about the Blazing Phoenix pub, which, by the way, is one of the hand-picked lands that the team uh, chose, that is the Solfera land that the team hand-picked, that will be in the Wonders of the First Existence set. And what I'm looking at, what, what I'm looking at the Blazing Phoenix pub, and I love that you brought up the Photoshop quality of it too, Ramel. I mean, this one does feel a little bit different compared to, say, the work done in Boundless, which feels really clean and slick. It, it almost feels like this is a still from, you know, from from some beautiful animated movie, right? There's the clouds in the background aren't actually like perfect clouds. They look hand drawn and hand touched up. And the various touches that you were able to kind of put in on this was re really cool to see. And so, again, I just love that idea of the various ways in which you can marry, you know, obviously AI and AI generated art. But at the end of the day, that can only take you so far. It's the last 15%, it's the last 20%, sometimes it's the last 50% to kind of like go, to, to kind of put you over into the finish line. Uh, if I can interrupt really quick, speaking of uh, Solfera, Solfera is now at 151,112 BPX. It took hey, a uh, massive jump. Tex, can you do us a favor? Is that yes. I, I had a question for uh, Rommel and Kish. And if you could get us an update on where we are, how many more minutes on each one, or just the closing time, and we'll yeah. figure it uh, out. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Boundless uh, took a bid. The clock reset about three minutes ago on Boundless. It sits at 156,200 BPX. Uh, but uh, let me see here. Hey, for everybody out refresh. there, talking 150,000 BPX and they're going up 100 at a time. It's uh, it, That must be Dobbs and Dirty Jersey going back and forth on that one. <laughs> uh, Patera, we just reset the clock on that. 
uh, a minute ago. That is at 151,113 BPX. So Farah, I just uh, updated that. That was as of about a minute ago. All Number right. theme. Oh, I do you want me to finish or do you want to yeah. go on and we can get back to it? Yeah, actually, if you don't mind just noting a text, I'll come back to you and we'll just go bum, 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 right down go for it. where each one is. And so along uh, GT, what you were asking is that you made me think about the lands. And I'm curious to hear how Kish and Rama feel about the lands that were randomly picked. And as we appreciate as a community, you, you engaging us, letting us be part of the creative process. But from the other side, how do you all feel about the lands you were dealt? Did, are you willing to say like which land you randomly were assigned that you're like, this is awesome. So glad this is going to be part of, you know, the first set. Were there any, you don't have to say any disappointments because obviously this is all great artwork and I know there can't be a disappointment, but were there any that you were super excited to see randomly get selected? Um, I was really excited to see the, uh, I think it's the iron, the iron citadel, something like that. It's uh, an mm -hmm. Avakin land, uh, or uh, it's a land for um, the Iron Plume Legion from the Avakin tribes, and um, so that was really great. Uh, you know, I noticed that we didn't get any like ocean-based lands for Thalwind, um, so that was a little disappointing because um, you know the internal talk for the team was that we do have a lot of really great um, ice characters. But we didn't really want to introduce the icy realms of Thalwind just yet, and so we got a we got like two or three lands right in a row that were all from that kind of more icy, snowy domain, and we were just like, "Well, shit! Now what are we gonna do?" <laughs> um, so you know, um, I don't know that it's any alpha giving away, but you know, we are as a team thinking about what are the set releases going to be coming up in the future, and so we really want to make sure that we create some really cool themes and sets that you can um, kind of circulate around. So that was a little bit, I won't call it a disappointment, but a little of like, okay, how do we get creative knowing that now we have some ice lands here? <laughs> That's great insight. Thanks, Kish, for dropping that. Rommel, any thoughts on the land you were dealt? Um, I, I, I thought all the lands were, were, were pretty good. Um, there wasn't any where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not okay with that one. Um, I, I don't think there's any in the set that I don't like. Um, I was, I was like the, the same thing, you know, the, the ice lands, it was like, ah, I would like to do more with the ice. Cause we like an ice set or something at some point, but, um, we can work with it. And as far as why I, the iron plume, um, that building, it just, it's, it's gorgeous. It, it'll look amazing on a foil card. Um, so I, I was happy to see that one. Do you think, Rommel, that it helps your creative juices at all where instead of just going naturally with what you have, being kind of forced this, and again, which is, it's not like you're being handled, handed something that isn't beautiful in itself. It definitely makes trouble for, for what you were, as you and Kish just explained, but do you think it helps you somewhat to kind of make you think differently? Uh, so I have, I'm, I'm a writer by, by trade, and I've been a, a, a game master for Dungeons and Dragons for 25 years. Um, so when unexpected things happen, it it tends to make me um, think quicker and get outside the box fast. So that's awesome. I'm always excited. 
I, I've got I've got so many questions about what the most like what the most creative solution that somebody's come up with as as you know as members uh, you, as you were DMing. But we'll we'll focus we'll focus on <laughs> on guaranteed wonders because we do have some updates. We've got uh, yeah tech text. Why don't you just give us the quick rundown in terms of what you are seeing and uh, and let's go from there. Okay, uh, we still have action on Boundless. It is up to one hundred and fifty six thousand. 300, and that bid came in about a minute ago, that last one. Uh, six minutes ago was the last bid taken on Patera. I know I'm Petraya. saying it wrong still. Patraya. <laughs> oh, oh, boy, that's a tough one. 151,113 really, really, BPX. It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Slappy. Uh, so Farah is at 151,112 BPX. That was... As of about six minutes ago, his last bid on that. Two minutes ago, Umberthine took another bid. It is now at 119,877. Heliosynth took a bid about three minutes ago. That is at 127,630 BPX. And Thalwind, within, uh, just within the last minute, hang on, let me refresh. Thalwind is up to 126,260. And that was wow. as of two minutes ago. And folks, I'm bid. trying. I'm, I, the bids are coming in hot, but I'm, I'm trying to kind of add them up. It's looking like we are looking at about currently 833,000 BPX being bid on at this point in time. That is 833,000 BPX that will be coming back in to the block packs ecosystem and space. And it is money well spent, it is BPX well spent. We've got Umbrathene coming in at 93 bids, seven more bids before it eclipses 100 bids. And shout out to Boundless, Petraya, and Solfera, all of which are over 150,000. Uh, actually, Solfera is now the new leader in the clubhouse at 161,234 BPX. Shout out to Solfera. The king has been dethroned. Awesome. Oh, suck it, Ramo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, 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 the very famous poem, Ozymandias, nothing ever, no, nobody in power ever lasts that long. So Boundless is dethroned. Solfera is the new king for now. Just uh, hang on one second. Actually, this is interesting. Uh, Petroya, saying it wrong still, is also... At 161,234. We are matching uh, Solfera. Exact same bit. Really, really interesting back and forth for a little bit. Petraya and Solfera were one BPX apart, but now they are neck and neck as the leaderboards. Just as a quick shout out before we continue our coverage on this BPX After Dark Auction Edition, the Guaranteed Wonder Spot. We do want to shout out and let you all know that there will be more fun to be had, everybody, later tonight. After the auctions are over, we will take a quick little break and then hop back on for BPX After Dark. Ya boy! <laughs> to provide you, of course, with the Block Packs Dash. That's going to be our weekly perspective in terms of all of the silos and activities that are going on within Block Packs. Give you a quick little rundown and some of the assets that I think are pretty cool for you to take a look at in case you want to dip your toes in one of the many Block Packs silos. Our main event this evening will also be me inviting my lovely wife to come in and answer questions that she knows 
about block packs and my role in it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hilarious. And we'll also do a little <laughs> bit of trivia as to whether or not she knows she can match the um, corresponding HTH hero uh, to the athlete that they are inspired by. And she's not much of a sports person, so we'll see how that goes. But just a quick little PSA that we will be having BPX After Dark on tonight after all of this auction action dies down. And we are, again, as a reminder, we're looking at about 825,000 BPX being bid on across the six, uh, the six orbitals that will be auctioned off this evening. We have a uh, bidding that will close on Sunday for the three wildcard spots. Now, of course, those are sitting at a little bit lower price, but we do have a few more days to go with that. And I expect that some of the people who did not get their bids uh, placed on this one, they're going to double back and they're going to see if they can increase their odds and get that wonders of the first character proof that they own into the existence set through the wild card. So we'll have a lot of action on Sunday as well as we are following that up. Uh, any updates in terms of any big jumps that we've got? Uh, no, we're, everybody's holding steady right now. Uh, I don't think we've received any new bids in the last uh, few minutes. All is quiet just, on the Western Front. We've yes. got. Oops, it just. It does look like. Uh, does look like Umberthine did just take a little bit of a uh, bid jump. Um, that the bidding just reset, so it will be going until six forty-five. Yes, Sixty-four bids uh, on Heliosynth. That is ending in six minutes. Six thirty-seven Pacific, sitting at one hundred twenty-seven thousand six hundred thirty BPX, and we've got. Uh, we've also got Thalwind that's uh, Thalwind and a little Stallwind at this point in time. We're looking at about <laughs> nine minutes more before we end up finishing with that. So a little bit all quiet on the Western front at this point in time, but boy, this extended bidding has been spicy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Oh, who thought we would get anywhere near a million BPX? Yeah, and we're, what, we're less would than 200,000. To go. Tex, were you thinking? Were you thinking like that you would that you would kind of dive in a little bit with 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 a bid? Were you thinking about kind of throwing your hat in the ring? No, no, I would love yeah. to, but I do not have that kind of BPX. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, slappy, how, so. slappy, how about you? Sorry, get the mute off. No, in <laughs> my estimate that I was saying ahead of time, I was estimating these would go sixty to eighty thousand BPX. That's what yeah. I it was, and I wildly underestimated just where it would go. Yeah, I I thought the same. I figured it would it would the highest one would top out somewhere around 100,000 BPX. Yeah. You know guys, it's it's interesting. I was thinking about this this afternoon as I was coming up with the show notes for After Dark and stuff like that. You know, we've been celebrating the wonders for the last month and a half as things have been really kind of ramping up and it all boils down all of this conversation right now. The 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 first, you know, the big bang event was the switchover from proof of work to proof of stake, right? And and the fact that the block packs team was able to thread a needle, the, the thread the correct needle in a series of a billion needles, got us the lost miners. Yep. It got us wonders of the first, and here we are. And it made me wonder. I mean, I know that they were thinking about HTH by that point in time, but like, where would the block packs ecosystem be? 
right? Without the lost miners, without the wonders, how much of a pivot would it have had to have been in order to consider and create something new and different? I wonder if there were other projects on the back burner in which, you know, Frenchie was like, all right, no, we're just going to focus on this. And boy, am I glad that they were able to pull that off because the artwork and the history and the provenance of these two projects. And then of course, we're celebrating wonders today is really, really top-notch. And it des definitely goes to show the Block Packs continues to work on their slow-burn projects, not trying to do any flash in the pans or anything like that. But here we are, a year and a half later, and we've got this wonderful, wonderful CCG that's being, that, that's being delivered to us in a really, really exciting way. And this auction is just the representation of that. It's just one small cog in a very large machine of what Block Packs has built based off of that one specific moment in time that their engineers were able to construct. So props to them for that. Yeah, and you want to know what? Let's give props also to Kisher and Rommel, which we, we, we don't take it for granted. We always appreciate them being here. Jeff as well, listening while he's eating dinner with the family. But to have access, and not only that, but but engagement and and having folks like Kisher and Rommel, who you can hear they actually enjoy being in the community talking about what they love. So thank you very much. We know, you know, Jeff's worked all day. He's at home eating dinner. He's still part of it. Kisher and Rommel, they've worked their, their entire day. They're here as well. We're here to have fun. They're having fun as well. But it also is, I, I don't know, Kisher, does, is it work to you or is it fun? And you can be honest. <laughs> I will say, and I've said this before, so it's the honest truth, that you know there were a lot of times in my life working jobs where I've said that I really liked it, working in the ad agencies and different creative projects and such. And there would be the time when I got done at work and I'd go home and like I wouldn't really want to think about those projects as much. They'd be in my mind and I'd be thinking about, but you know, I would go on and do my own thing. I'd create my own and I've done a lot of side projects in the past. This is the first time I can say that a project has been all encompassing um, of uh, for me in both like a work domain, but also in like a, a fun domain. I mean, this really is like my childhood dream getting to come true is like I'm building a, a CCG with the guy who uh, built the games I played as a kid. And, you know, I really, there's a great quote I heard recently, which is be unapologetic about the things that inspire you. And, um, you know, I'm inspired by geek and nerd culture. I'm inspired by comic books. I'm inspired by sci-fi and fantasy. And so, um, I mean, you can ask Frenchie, you can ask Ramal too. Like I, um, you know, I'll be up until three or 4 a.m., just thinking about stuff or things will hit me and I'll text Frenchie right before my head hits the pillow, uh, an idea. And, you know, he gets it at like, I'm sure five, six, seven AM. And um so long answer to a short question. Yes, it's 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 fun. It, there's times it feels like work, absolutely. Um, but it's like it's a pretty great dream come true type of project to work on. If I can jump in really quick, we are under a minute to go on Heliosynth. And what's it at, GT? It is at 127,630 BPX. Mm. Let's go, Heliosynth. Come on. 127,620. That is what we're looking at. I'm hitting refresh like, a, like oh. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get Taylor Swift tickets. I think Land it of the may rising have I think it may have ended. Let's see. Uh, it says 15 minutes since the last bid, but the bid icon is still there. So let's see, maybe we're, you think oh, we, and it is over. It Helios is Synth over. It is done. 
127,630 BPX. Team Heliosynth is Congratulations. in the desert today. They, they've got 127,630 BPX, and boy, oh boy, are there some real cool cards that show up in Heliosynth. Y'all better go over to the Wonders of the First <laughs> Character Proofs on OpenSea and take a look at some of these incredible Heliosynth cards that could be placed in there. Or, if you're feeling extra spicy, you can go and you don't have any Wonders of the First Character Proofs yet, you can take a look at a few that are up for sale right now. Una One, the Destroyer, current price 0.4 ETH. Oh, that would be a fun one to put in. The Wonders of the First Character Proofs out there. There are a few items, there are a few characters, there are a few uh, different kind of spells that you can also place in there, and there are opportunities for you to have wonderful chances to put in something in Heliosense. So take a look at that in the marketplace if you're interested, but congratulations to the Winner of the uh, the Heliosynth first orbital redemption token. Congratulations. Uh, Boundless. Boundless is down to two minutes. <clears throat> and it is sitting at 156,300 BPX. Let's see. Patera. Patria. Patria. Try. It's the try that cheers me up. Patria. Has uh, about four minutes ago. I am trying. <laughs> it has four minutes ago. That's at one hundred and sixty-one thousand two hundred and thirty-four BPX. So is about uh, three minutes to go. That is sitting at one hundred and sixty-one thousand two hundred and thirty-four. Umber uh, just took a new bid about three minutes ago. It is at 127,630. Heliosynth is closed. And Thalwind is at, uh, it has 10 minutes to go. It's at 135,100 BPX. So it looks like Boundless is going to be the next to close if it doesn't receive a bid in the next. Uh, Oh, it just received a bid within the last minute. It is now at 156,400 BPX. Took a 100 BPX bump. <laughs> and we restart the clock. Whew. This is getting spicy, folks. We have over 860,000 BPX placed into these auctions. This is impressive. This is unprecedented. This is an incredible, incredible auction. And of course, it could not happen unless it was done by you, the community. We have so many really exciting and wonderful opportunities for you to place a your very own character proof into the Wonders of the First Existence CCG set. We talked about it before. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You get the chance to help block packs create history by placing your own character proof in the playable version called Wonders of the First Ooh. Existence. This is Sol exciting. Solfera with... Uh, about a minute to go, just took a 10,000 BPX bid, putting it at 171,185 BPX, and we restart the clock. Whew. Just, uh, just in the nick of time when you thought that it was not going to be happening, when you thought there were just a couple <laughs> minutes left, a 10,000 BPX jump. That is not small, folks. That is not small potatoes. To me, that's, that's saying somebody, somebody out there is saying, I want this card. 
I'm well, willing to go the distance for it. Uh, or, or please stop bidding because I'm. I, this is my max. We'll see. I would love to know who is bidding on Boundless because they are in a hundred BPX war right now. We have just taken another bid on Boundless, and it jumped up a hundred BPX. It is now at one hundred and fifty-six thousand four hundred BPX. The last, the last four bids on this card or on this. Uh, on this wonder spot, this orbital spot, have been all in increments of 100 BPX. Shout out to all of the folks who are continuing to tune in on this BPX After Dark auction edition. I also want to shout out some of the comments that I'm seeing in the Twitter, uh, in the Twitter spaces. Dan P, D Parsau, Astrox Scout, Wonders of the First Character Proof. That is a really cool one. That's one he owns that he wanted to show off. Shout out to you. That's a kooky looking bird, but he's he's like both very, very scary and intimidating and also just a little bit strange in a really wonderful way. Shout out to Bledsoe Research at Bledsoe Research. He says, I love the lands. This is the one I got. Oh my gosh, it looks like a cross between, uh, I don't know, like the Death Star and the Eiffel Tower or something like that with this beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, you know, lava that's coming out of it or light that's coming out of it. That is an absolutely beautiful land and I'm so happy for you that that was the one you got. That's one that I would put on my phone lock screen. I know I know, B-Jamps has his markets of the Lost Wonders um, on his phone lock screen. And honestly, I asked him if I could have that as my phone lock screen as well. And of course, classic B-Jams, he was like, yeah, sure, no problem. But uh, Bledsoe Research, thank you so much for sharing your land with us. We are continuing to monitor the home stretch of these auctions. We've already had one close. Shout out to Heliosynth. They're off partying in the sand in the desert today, but we still have five more to go and they are still growing. Petraya has taken a about a 6,000 BPX bid in the last two minutes. That is up to 167,889. And Oof. I do want to mention, for guys, we had a comment from According to Hen earlier. I don't think we mentioned it. But listening to all bids, According to Hen said that, I think he said coming into this, he said he had four, I was winning four of these, dang some heavy bidders out there so according to hen in the driver's seat on four be curious to see where they are and speaking of curious to know who wins is you have cp hurley asking are we going to be able to know which wallets won which i think based on how we have everything set up in block packs it's probably not going to be we're not going to know right guys i don't think you can say reveal that information unless it's voluntary well, if there's somebody who would like to volunteer as tribute as the person who bid on the Heliosynth token, <laughs> the Heliosynth token, come on up. The water is fine, folks. We, of course, will, of course, respect your privacy in case you don't want to hop on stage. But if you want to let one of us know either in the Discord or in the X Spaces comments or hop on up to the stage, if you are one of the winners of any of these auctions, please let us know if you feel comfortable because, boy, we would like to give you your flowers. Not just, of course congratulating you for the opportunity to have this historic moment, but also to thank you for continuing to support block packs in the BPX space with your contributions to, uh, to the auction as well. So you, you, you guys continue to help make this place go around. It, it we can, are, Oh, if I can jump in quick, we are under four minutes to go on Thalwind, and that is sitting at 135,100 BPX. And I, you know, when I, we had the first auction, the alpha auction, I remember picking up the Mbappe early, and I still have it. I'm not going to get rid of it. I love my alpha. 
Ethereum on my tokenized uh, NFT in, in when I won that in that auction. I, I purposely bid early because the BlockFax community is, it is a great group of collectors who are responsible to a point, but then they get to a point where they just got to have a piece. Kind of like text that AI, the Lost Miner AI art, where you and Zara yeah. battle for just a beautiful piece, your Discord, Discord PFP, beautiful piece of, I mean, your Twitter PFP, it's beautiful. So I will say this, I'm calling it, Heliosynth was probably the bargain of the night. Now that people have seen that, people are going to say, well, dang, if that was for 127, I've got to spend at least that. And the numbers are only going to go up from there. I can only imagine what the wild cards are going to be on Sunday. Well, we have reset the clock on Boundless once again. That oh. is now at 160,100 BPX. And the hits keep coming. I see Umbrathene also just took a couple of bids in. And folks, we have it. That is a 101 bids. We've had hit three figures on bids for Umbrathene. <laughs> the bids have come in hot, they've come in strong, and they've come in frequently for Umbrathene. Shout out to all my skeleton folk out there, the ghouls and the skeletons. They're dancing in the swamps over there in Umbrathene right now as we hit over 101 bids for Umbrathene. But of course, Boundless not too far away with 80 bids. We've got 90 bids for Thalwind. The Thalwind's got about three minutes left, folks. Three minutes left. Um, before Thalwind closes, that's sitting at 135,100 BPX, and we continue to climb. Do you guys think that we're going to hit the million BPX in auctions today? <laughs> it, it would be amazing. I think there's definitely a shot at it. That's wild. So three minutes left. It's now it's it's 6:47 my time. That means there are two minutes left on Thalwind. It is sitting at 135,000. 100 BPX and 90 bids. As we said before, Heliosynth is closed. That was about 127,000. And Umbrathene continues to <laughs> climb the ranks. Boundless has taken a 6,500 BPX bid just oh. now and sits at 166,600 BPX. Wow. And, and are they good? Hey, if you bought that GT at 166,000 and then all the wild cards go, at um and all the wild cards go at 125,000. Are you kicking yourself or are you just saying I'm willing to pay that premium to, to Listen, I think I think when you're getting into this particular situation, you probably just have to be okay. You set yourself a limit. You have to you be like I really want this. And again, you know, much like what you were saying with alphas, talking a little bit about the fact that like this is historical, right? And it could be the case in which you're an overpay and maybe the next guy gets a little bit more of an underpay. But at the end of the day, this is a moment in time that will never happen again. You get one of six chances, or if you have one particular orbital, you really only have two chances to be a part of a project that is going to be built, not just for days, not just for months, but for years to come. And that's incredibly important to recognize with this opportunity. So yeah, I mean, if I pay 160, that might be frustrating if somebody else pays 140, but at the end of the day, or like 120, but at the end of the day, my card is in the collection and that is my end game. Oh, and I do see that at the last minute, somebody just yes. placed a bid on Thalwind. We are 92 <laughs> bids for an even 140,000 BPX. We could be all here all night. Folks. I was I was just going to say you're uh, you, we might have to postpone your show. We're not <laughs> there. There might be no end in sight to this. So you guys want some uh, some, some alpha? 
Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll drop some I'm probably not supposed to, but um, some of the coolest cards that I've had the chance to design are in Thalwind and Boundless. Spicy. That's this. This is just this is just Ramel wanting all of the existence set just to be his art. That's yeah. it. He's like hint, hint, y'all. Wait, yeah. going, set one. Is I'm going the... back. To, I'm going back to my cheat sheet. GT. What did he? What were the two? Is it Thalwin? What were the two worlds he said? He uh, he also he also designed a lot of the lands. Oh, so I mean, I, I think most of the lands were his. Yep. Okay. I'm yeah. Go back and listen to the recording. I was queuing up one of the comments. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Romo, for dropping that. That's great. It looks like uh, the next one to possibly end will be uh, Solfera, and that has about five minutes to go. And that is sitting at 171,185 BPX. Hey, they are, light, they are lighting their torches with, with delight, getting ready for all the fireworks at 171,185. And I know homeboy Kisher is just loving that 171 price right there, which is the leader of the pack at this point in time. And yeah, there are a lot of fun tokens. Now, Kisher, did you um did you design some 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 of the Solfera uh, character proofs? And is there any one that that's similar to Ramel you were particularly proud of in terms of creating? Um, I did. I had a, I mean, I, I was in, I have some stuff in just about every, um, every orbital, but specifically, so for Sulfera, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Sulfera. Oh man. Let me see. Um, let me pull up some of the art real quick. If, if, if I, I can, can while, it. while Kisher, uh, looks for that, Fallwind is in a bit of a bidding war. Uh, mm -hmm. it has taken two bids in the last two minutes. And is now up to one hundred and fifty-one thousand two hundred and thirteen BPX. Two bids jumping ten thousand BPX. You thought that things were going to quiet down after fifty <laughs> minutes of extended bidding, folks. It may be the case that we're just getting started. Falling right. up to one hundred fifty-one thousand, eclipsing, eclipsing Umbrathine now as the uh, for which has one hundred twenty-seven thousand BPX as the bid. Actually, uh, Sophera is the highest, I believe, right now. At, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's still Patera at 172,000. Yeah, I, I also Petraya. just Petraya Petraya. also at 172,000. Oh, nice. <laughs> Kisser, You'll get it. You'll get it one of these days. It, it's, it's just become a mental block at this point. Like, no matter how hard I try, my mouth I'm, just I'm, won't I'm throwing this form the new, word. Uh, in Block Packs <laughs> trivia, I'm gonna, th this'll be a new meme. It's great. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's one of those things where the more you try not to think about it now, it's the only thing you're gonna think about. So, yeah, um, no, that, that's exactly the problem I'm having. <laughs> Is I'm overthinking <laughs> saying the word now every time. <laughs> so uh, to answer your question, Slappy, you know, I'm going through these and um, there's probably two that I'm really, I really love. And the first one is, um, I think he was one of the first characters that I created for Sofera and it's Grothar Head Choppa. And he's this just like dark, grungy, uh, I think he's an orc, um, and he's the idea behind him is that he's a headhunter, and so all those things that are sitting around him are his kind of trophy shelf, and just the thought of that in that dungeon basement where he's sitting, um, I just love the the grit in that one. Um, probably my second favorite, and this was toward the end of um, the 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 build, but Sage of the Ancient Paths. Um, I was real stoked on how that one came out as well. And um, just really the 
uh, vibe and set and setting around him uh, really gives a really cool kind of street view of uh, what Sylphera could look like. Sage of the ancient past, or sage of the ancient past, you said? Yeah, Abs. and actually, if, if you can uh, post it, we can pin it to the space so everybody can see it. If you look, I've pinned uh, Bledsoe's and a few other people's artwork there. But if you want to get that in Fisher when you're off the state, when, when you're not talking, we'll get that pinned for you. Yeah, great. I, Gigi, can I, can I share a little secret with you? Yes, sir. So when I used to be on with JJ, JJ used to do the auction show before Tech Super. And man, JJ, he, he would just tell a story about items. He'd get me so amped up and I would I would bid and I would win. And it was very hard to do the show and bid. But I have to be honest that a group of us bought a miner that was kind of, it was kick-ass. We decided to buy a miner. And then when the Wonder Snapshot was coming up, we're like, well, it's kind of stupid. You know, there's five of us to buy a parrot, right? You know, take a chance to get a token zero. So we ended up getting a parrot. Then we got our Wonder. We got an awesome Wonder. And so we're actually bidding tonight. And so I will say I, my nails, I'm like biting them because <laughs> we, we have, I try not to FOMO. I'm actually a pretty responsible individual. And without group consultation, I'm just shoveling cash in the furnace. To our bidding partner, <laughs> more, more. It's like listening to Kisher and Rommel up here. I mean, like Kisher, you can sell me whatever you want. I'm buying, and it's only BPX, right? GD, it's not yeah. cash. It's just BPX. That's right. That's that's yeah. how they get you. You know, it's just like, oh, it's not, it's not cash. It's BPX. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like potato times, chips. Right? They make more yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah. More every day. Folks, we we have we we did have a few that were coming into the home stretch. However. Uh, there were, of course, some extended bids in the time that we were talking. I know Solfera is still on fire with their uh, 171,285 BPX bid. That is going to end in 12 minutes. 127,877. <laughs> or no, now we just got a number theme bid a little bit yeah. ago. 131,288. Yeah. What do you think about that, Tex? Oh, I love it. I think this is all amazing. It's really unbelievable. And... Boundless, still moving up the charts. It's at 166,700 BPX. Uh, just now, that bid came in. Another couple of jumps in terms of what we're getting at with the uh, rewards, uh, or with, with this auction. A couple of 100-point bids over Boundless. That seems to be where the jumps have been. But boy, Petraya, Solfera. Umber theme. We're still seeing some pretty large bids. I haven't checked in on Thalwind recently. How, do, do you have a... Uh, I do. A, I have a Thalwind update. Yes. Um, just in the last minute, another bid came in. Uh, jumped up about 3,000 or so BPX. It's now sitting at 163,414. Oh my God, that's a big, big jump. They're, One six three four one four that we're talking about here, folks. That is approaching boundless territory. So Thalwind is starting to catch up. One six three four one four. Umberthine sitting at one thirty one two eighty eight. And don't forget what Slappy was talking a little bit about. Um, get the opportunity to give us the chance to think a little bit about the value of this, right? We've got Umberthine. If you're thinking about the historical aspect and value of your card <clears throat> to the first Wonders of the First Existence CCG, 131288, 
that's a big difference from 131 to say 171. So maybe if it's the card that you weren't looking for, but you still have a number theme card and you have the BPX to spend, maybe you pivot from Solfera over to uh, Umber theme. But boy, the stakes are high. It is exciting. It is a breakneck speed. I think I think people are realizing the value of this and how this is going to be a one-shot deal. You know, this is something that's never going to happen again. This is your only chance to do it because Patria just took a huge jump and is now at one hundred and eighty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-six BPX. Folks, we could see a two hundred thousand bpx bit this evening i can't believe i'm even putting those words into my mouth i can't believe i'm even saying them this has gone beyond our wildest expectations and it very well could be the case in which we are approaching yes we are we are approaching 1 million bpx total bids 947,000 bpx is currently being bid for these Five remaining Wonders of the First Orbital Redemption tokens. Petraya is up with the incredible lead, 166 for Boundless, and we've still got more action to go later tonight. Will we hit 200,000 on one of these is the question now. <sighs> Jeez, it, it could be the case. <laughs> much. I, I, I think it's possible, right? We still have 14 more minutes for, for Petraya. Now that it's just hit that 186, 766 mark, that whomever got outbid is going to have to do some real heavy thinking when it comes to this. It's going to be really interesting to see how the action plays out. I'd love to know how many people right now behind the scenes are wheeling and dealing with each other to buy BPX, to trade BPX, to you know, hey, you know make what, you IOUs can... with people, to maybe trade assets. Hey, you know what Ghetto Icy is telling you to do? What is he telling you to do right now? I, what is he telling me to do? Probably to spend, to the, spend BPX, right? No, he's telling you to go to the pool, Tax. The pool is open. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely need to uh, speak to somebody about a loan. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get, get GT on the phone. Not, loan me, uh, not financial advice. That That's always the hard thing, GT, is that talking about the days with with JJ, it's always hard because we cover the auction items. But conversely, I'm always like, why do we have to talk about? Why do we have to talk about the item I'm bidding on? Let's not talk about it. So maybe mm-hmm. we roll over to BPX after dark. Forget about this whole auction thing at this point. You know, <laughs> I'm 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 with you, Slappy. I'm sure there's some some folks out in the uh, in the audience who are like, oh my gosh, GT, just like stop mentioning it. I'm 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 doing this. <laughs> However, I, I do agree that I do agree that as the as the action continues to uh, to to reach its peak and its apex, bids are still coming in hot. I do think that having the opportunity to transition over to BPX after dark that will give us a little bit of a clean break, but we'll also get a chance to get some updates from Tex. I hope Tex it will maybe we'll start in you know fifteen minutes or so. Uh, BPX after dark at about seven fifteen, um, with of course maybe guest host text coming in and providing us some some updates every seven to eight minutes. What do you what do you think? I'll be there. All right. So we'll go. We'll last. We'll last probably about maybe ten eleven more minutes. See what's going on with the auction edition, and then we'll move on to 
Uh, we'll move on to BPX After Dark, where, as a reminder, I will give you the block packs dash, the general dashboard of what's been going on in terms of the activity of all of the silos of block packs. Then we'll have our main event, which I get to invite my lovely wife to come on and ask her random questions <laughs> about what she knows about what I do with block packs <laughs> oh my and gosh. about oh. HTH trivia as well. Oh my gosh. I get to ask my wife random questions about what she knows. You just sound like you're walking into trouble, GT. With that. <laughs> I, we'll see. Will I? Will I still be? Will I still have a marriage after this? She's supportive. Two programs. One is that we do have. We've thank you to Blockpacks for sponsoring the fantasy over at Radish, where we play with HTH assets. And just so folks know, we implemented a new rule where uh, Blockpacks is sponsoring a second box. You don't have to win. I know some people aren't big fans players, but hey, all you got to do is put in an entry, and then you have to be in one of our spaces. So this night, tonight when we start BPX After Dark, we're going to randomly give away four boxes. And so you just have to, you would have had to register and play the fantasy during the week that we're giving it away for, and then you got to be in the spaces. We'll just call out a name, and I see a lot of the regular folks in here, so we'll get that box to that person. The second note is, I know there are going to be a lot of groans when I mention this, but we are going to have to exit out of this space and then what we'll do is we'll hop back into the other one. I'll have it pinned so you can see it. You can also just click on Radish Digital and X, but we want to keep a clean recording so when folks go to listen, not to the podcast, but to this X space, they can click on either Auction Edition, which is completely about the auctions, and many thanks to Rommel and Kisho, which is, you guys made this such a great, there's there so much great information that came out of this. I, we're going to have, it's going to be hard to go back and edit out just you guys talking. I wish I could do that seamlessly and quickly because you had so many great comments, but we're going to have to leave this space and then we're going to have to rejoin so folks who just want to hear the BTX After Dark or the Auction Edition can pick or choose. So I appreciate everybody's understanding with that. We'll keep going until about 7.10 Pacific. That's another eight minutes, which also happens to just be the ending time for extended bidding for Boundless, sitting at 166,700 BPX. We've got... Petraya still holding strong at 186,766. A few slowdowns right now, but it has been so exciting tracking all of the incredible action that's been going on here on BPX After Dark Auction Edition, the Guaranteed Wonders spots. Um, I would love to ask, you know, Kisher and Ramel, if you you have any other, you know, fi kind of final words in terms of maybe your reactions to how the fans are of Block Packs are embracing this auction, or if you just have any other thoughts, generally speaking, about what you're excited about for the Wonders build out. Um, I'll maybe I'll start with you, Kisher, and and then head over to to Ramel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and part of the question, I know he's eating, but I would love to hear French's reaction to some of these ending bids as well, if he's still around before we jump off to the other spaces. But um, I'm super excited, uh, really, to uh, unveil the lore Bible. Um, that might be Ramel's favorite thing, but the set list is going to be is, is impending. It's counting down to the final set list for existence. Um, this is a big part of it. The land randoms the other day was a big part of it. So um, just to be able to finally show you the um, final set list for existence, that is uh, a big, big milestone. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I, I'm here. I've been listening in. I did finish eating a little while ago, but I've just been kind of chilling and listening to the reactions. It's often good for others to speak, and uh, I tend to I tend to ramble and 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 talk a lot when I when I end up on the <laughs> mic. But 
no, this is all great. I mean, I really did not. I, I, I don't like to jinx things. I mean, I, I was optimistic that these would land well with the community. I, I, uh, you know, I, I, I went to the team and I did push for these because I said, you know, look, I think it would be nice if, if we would at least give folks a little bit of control. Like the, the set has to maintain certain flavors. We have to have uh, certain things that just work together. But, uh, you know, it's it's a big world. It's a big set. And I, I challenged them to be able to find room for these. And they said they could. And we did put that little 1% caveat that just in case something doesn't fit. But I just can't imagine really what that could be. Um, so I, I thought this would be popular. I thought people would like it. And, um, I would say that that's, that that's, uh, that's kind of bearing out good, mar good market fit for this, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have worked out well. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. We're almost approaching 1 million BPX bids on this evening. That's pretty, that's something pretty special and pretty indicative of, of what we've got, what's strong of, of the community we have as we continue to build out this wonderful Wonders of the First project. Ramal, over to you. Um, I, I, I think the the auction is amazing. It's good to see people really want to um, get their characters and be a part of the of the first release. Um, I think the thing I'm most excited for is the lore. Um, I, I think once you guys get a taste of what uh, is on the back end of this and the types of stories and the depth that, that that's going into it, um, you're going to feel like you actually underpaid. So. Ooh. Oh, jeez, don't say that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> slappy, slappy in the background, furiously texting on I know. Discord. It's like, 500,000 more BPX, 500,000. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, well, well, I, I can't I can't think of a better way to endorse uh, endorse that. And meanwhile, so we'll we'll take about four more minutes before we hop off of this recording. But I know I see I see Tex has a couple has a twinkle in his eye. He's got a couple <laughs> of updates when it comes to what's going on with the extended bidding. I thought there was going to be one that was going to be a big dog falling. Yeah, but with we a got final bid right at the last minute. What yeah. do we have, Tex? Yeah, literally with a. Less than a minute to go, a, uh, another bid on Solfera came in, and that now sits at 171,385 BPX. The next closest one to ending is Thalwind in about less than four minutes, and that is sitting at 166,888 BPX. Uh, Umber theme took a bid not too long ago within the last uh, five minutes that now sits at 143,000 BPX even and uh, Patria I think I might finally have it <laughs> got it is, uh, has four minutes to go and that is at 186,766 and one quick last look at Boundless and then I want to just a took a bid within the last minute, and that is now at one hundred and sixty-seven thousand one hundred BPX. And if this can wait till after, but I just want to ask Frenchie if he's still on or when he comes back, if in his wildest dreams he ever imagined that this one auction would generate close to a million BPX, if not possibly over a million BPX. <laughs> Uh, text, I honest to God didn't really have a good, a good feel for this. I really didn't. Um, 
I, you know, a lot of times we, we do surveys and things and we'll ask and try to figure out how to estimate a market. This was one where, man, we really had no idea. Um, because I, you know, I, I think there's a side of it that you say, look, I'm, I, I, I don't really care when I get in. I'm just happy I have my wonder and it's all going to work itself out. That's a, that's a fine take. And also, um, it's a decent sized set. I, I have, you know, this isn't like some, random where it's just a super super long shot i mean every character proof has a you know decent shot of getting in uh so i just didn't know how people would react to those those opportunities and then how they would kind of value this guaranteed spot that they could control i I just really didn't know man Mm -hmm. so like i i I didn't i didn't even say like a million would be nice or 500 i I had no idea let me, let me ask one question. Is there any thought, and I know you already have so many bells and whistles, so I don't want to throw the, the monkey wrench in, but is there any thought to doing anything special in the set for the cards that are selected through this auction? Some kind of insignia, some kind of some, some, something to signify? No, 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 definitely not. We, we, they're, just, they're in, they're part of that first set, but um, I, 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 no, no, we wouldn't. Uh, Jeff, real quick, <laughs> the the uh, lore bible uh, came up in the last uh, little bit. Is there uh, ETA on when we might see that? Uh, you've got the two people on stage that can tell you that. I, I've got it in my inbox, and I was going to try to read it tonight uh, before I went to sleep. Although it's, it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Kisher and Ramel probably have a better idea of, of when, how much more tweaking they think it needs. But it's, I, I think it's really close. Uh, but they could comment to that a little better than me. Yeah, Ramel's been working his butt off to do this, um, and I can't wait. I mean, we're talking like 36 plus pages uh, for you all to ingest. So we're going to have a one pager that gives a little bit an easier breakdown um, overview, perhaps. And then we'll drop the full lore Bible shortly after that. We did have some team discussion today that affects a little bit of the lore. So we need to go in and make some updates. Um, I imagine the lore Bible uh, with that one pager will come um, next week. So next. for those of you writer, uh, for those of you writing your lore, um, we'll hopefully have something for you soon. Ramel, maybe you can confirm that for me. Uh, just real quickly before Ramel jumps in, uh, Patria is under one minute to go, and it is at 186,766 BPX. We'll hear from uh, Ramel, and then we'll kind of close up. We'll close up shop, just hop off of this spaces, hop on to the pinned BPX After Dark Newlywed Game Edition, and we will continue to monitor the uh, the auction as we see fit. Of course, thank you very much to Frenchie Kisher and Ramel for, for, for coming on and providing us with their expert insight and their expertise. Uh, and of course, to Slappy and his team for creating this wonderful BPX After Dark Auction Edition. So we'll have one more update. Uh, are we finishing up with uh, with Petraya, or is there one one last bid text? Uh, oh, I think it may have just ended. Let me see. I'm waiting for it to refresh. Uh, no, yeah, I think it's ended. Let's see. It's saying 15 minutes. There is not a new bid, but the bid icon is still up. The forest folk are most likely dancing in the trees after a yeah. 100. Oh, wait, this is yeah, 187. Yep, 186, 76. Yep, we're still there. I think we're, we're down to literal seconds here. I'm refreshing like mad. 
Me too. It's out and it's over. Congratulations it is to official. the winner of the Petraya Redemption Token, 186766. That's about as good of a time to stop. So we'll go ahead and uh, head over to BPX After Dark, where I will be hosting. Text will be on in the background to give us some more updates with the auctions. I will give you the block pack stash. You will get to meet my lovely partner over X Spaces and uh, we'll continue on with the festivities here Thursday night, February 15th, here on BPX After Dark. Slappy, any final words? Nope, just look forward to seeing you at After Dark. And how soon are we getting in that space, 3T? Yeah, let's hop in in like three minutes, three, four minutes, five minutes. What do you think? Five, Ten five, minutes? Let, let's say 1020 unless you need more time. Ten minutes is good. Seven, 723 will be perfect. <laughs> All right, everyone. You heard that. Thanks. You got you then. That will do it for this episode of BPX After Dark Auction Edition. We hope you enjoyed the alpha analysis and perspective and do so appreciate you joining us and look forward to seeing you next time at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J.